The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And welcome into the EP Podcast. My name is Chris Lanuti. Belly on up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar and pour yourself a cold one. A brand new week here in Evergreen Park and so much ahead. Paisha Allen of the Village Youth Department, one of our good friends, hasn't been on the show in a while. She's in here to talk all about what's going on this fall. Lots of great programs for the kids. And Mayor Kelly Burke sitting down with me right now. She will be talking with you in just a few moments. So much to talk about, including a brand new village-wide traffic initiative. And this is all brought to you by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. They know that when you're working toward a financial goal, every little bit counts. And that's why when you open up a total access checking account, you get free ATMs nationwide and a $300 bonus. Plus, you get great mobile and online banking tools. You have access to your money and a little extra for yourself. Open online right now at bankevergreenpark.com slash total access slash EP. Visit them anytime in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski. $100 required to open. Requirements to qualify. Must use link to apply. Member FDIC. And the First National Bank of Evergreen Park will be out with us this coming Saturday, September the 25th at the American Legion here in Evergreen Park from 3 to 7 p.m. This car show, we had the guys in here just recently from the Legion. Go back and check out that full interview on demand everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. Located over at 9701 South Kedzie Avenue, Queen of Hearts is returning over there every Wednesday at 7 p.m., a 50-50 split the pot and hot shot raffles at the exact same time. They've got that incredible event hall. Up to 200 people can get into that. And remember, they're open to the public anytime. This is not a members-only thing. Their event on Saturday, or if you just stop in there for the gaming machines, renting the hall, hanging out at the bar, they do drink specials whenever Chicago sports teams are playing. Open 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. every day except for Sunday. Sunday's 11 a.m. until 12 midnight and the bank is making shirts for the event and we're going to be out there with the mics it should be a great time coming up this saturday over at the legion i'm bringing my kids to check out the cars i hear there's going to be motorcycles things should be awesome if you want to hear more about it again go back and listen to that previous episode on demand easiest way to do that is at the eppodcast.com Sitting down here with me, it's been a while since I've I've talked to her down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, because last time I saw you, uh, we were in Durban's. Mayor yes. Kelly Burke is with me. How are you? I'm good. I appreciate you jumping in and, and talking with us here on the EP podcast. Uh, I was excited to see the post you put up, I want to say, about a week or so ago, mm-hmm. where you talked about an initiative for safe driving in Evergreen Park. And I know we've talked about it. I know I've talked about it with some of your trustees before all summer long is that I was noticing just myself with feedback and like people that would respond to certain things we talk about on the podcast. This seemed to be a real big issue for people in Evergreen Park. They were concerned about the way that people drive around their village. Heck, I've talked about it. I think I did an episode where I talked about just on a drive home in the spring from Southwest School, and I went, I think, seven or eight blocks, I saw three near accidents because of the way that people like roll through stop signs and things like that. And it's, and you now have a safe driving program that you guys are putting in place. Tell me about that. 
Yeah. So um, the one of the biggest complaints we do get is about um, you know people driving very uh, recklessly, and um, so we've done a, a historically numerous things. One is we're happy to put up stop sign if if seventy five percent of the people on a block on the blocks affected by the stop sign um, agree to it. So we've done that. We've had the speed wagon go to certain places where we hear that people are speeding. We've had people, you know, be able to give the police specific information about chronic speeders. And if they're in town, the police can, you know, kind of go have a talk with them. We've had, um, you know, a police presence at certain areas when we get a complaint that lots of, you know, that there's lots of uh, speeding or blowing of stop signs. But... Um, the police can't be everywhere all the time. And what we're hearing is that, uh, you know, these incidents are happening all over the village. So we decided to look at it a little more holistically. So we're doing three things. The first of which is we're going to continue all the stuff that I just said. Right. Um, this, the second thing is, is that we do have a traffic safety commission, which is a group of uh, residents who have volunteered to be part of this. And we're going to put some of the more difficult discussions um, about how to slow down traffic, how to um, work with traffic to help people slow down. So there's all sorts of ideas about there. People, you've, you've seen it all, you know, put out there, um, roundabouts, cul-de-sacs, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to have um, our Traffic Safety Commission really study that, work with experts, work with the folks in public works who have looked at this before, work with the Board of Trustees, and figure out some solutions for our most... Um, you know, I, I guess our, our our worst intersections, and we and will, problematic routes too. I mean, there's certain routes. routes. I think every neighborhood, every quadrant, has in their brain that one street or one set of streets that everybody they're like people just cut through this. They think that somehow it's quicker. You know, right. and I think every quadrant has that because it's funny. Like I've talked with people from all over the village. Like this right here, this is like the worst stretch, and like I can. Roundabouts. I mean, I hate driving around roundabouts, but if that's what it takes, poof, roundabouts right. for everybody. And I, well, I'm not saying that, <laughs> but but that is a solution that's been employed. Um, it's it's been a measure that's been employed in other areas, okay. and it does seem to you know slow people down. But again, you can't have a roundabout at every single intersection, right. um, and you also have to realize that there's a cost for these things as well. So these are all things that. Um, this brave group of residents who have <laughs> agreed to be on this traffic safety commission will undertake. Um, and then there will continue to have police enforcement. And um, especially with school starting and kids going to their activities, we're really kind of focusing on areas around the schools, around the parks, places where there's lots of kids out on their bikes, walking, things like that. But what we're also asking people is to recognize their own behavior. And um, anybody who does a school pickup knows that not every parent dropping their kid off obeys the law, you know, and not every person who blows through a stop sign is from outside of Evergreen Park. Not lots of people from Evergreen Park speed down our streets. So we all have to take a take a commitment to make our own town safer. And so um, Clerk Kathy Aparo had, had brought up the idea of of a pledge. And so we kind of kicked that around a little bit. And um, what we're asking people to do is take a pledge to be a safer driver. And so we have um, handy dandy little decals that we're going to give to anybody who takes a pledge or even just emails us to tell us that they're willing to, you know, commit to traffic safety. And it says, I stop and you should too. And hopefully people will keep these in their cars. And that constant reminder that, uh, you know, other people are 
are acting safely hopefully will influence more and more people. We're also partnering with AAA um, in Evergreen Park over at 92nd and Western, and they provided us with a bunch of signs that say, schools open, drive carefully. There are, they are um, black and yellow. They complement some other signs that AAA has that you might have seen around that are red and white, but we are getting those out to any resident who's interested in displaying one. It's most effective and helpful if you're a house that's near a stop sign. And so as people are pulling up to the stop sign, they're seeing um, the messaging, and hopefully that will help change their behavior. You know, I, I want to tell you a funny story. We Beginning of the year, beginning or beginning of the summer, I went on this podcast and I said I was going to give away cash prizes for people that I observed that were driving safe. And this is a true story. I got in the car one day and I spent two hours driving around Evergreen Park. No lie. And I would, you know, follow cars. Every once in a while, I'd see somebody stop at a stop sign. Before I could actually catch back up to them to give them the prize, they'd blow the next stop sign. Mm. It was impossible to find somebody who was actually driving safe. I saw so many roll-throughs, so many times where somebody just disregarded something. And I'm looking for it. Like, I'm driving behind cars, holding prizes. And I'm like, <laughs> I've been in this car for two hours. I mean, is it is there something ingrained in just living on the south side that people just don't understand what a complete stop is that don't understand like they think they're they're good drivers and everybody else is bad when in reality it's very hard to find good ones you know what i don't i don't think this is particular to evergreen park or particular to the south side i think it's all over i think it's um it's bad habits that people have picked up um you know we haven't even touched on people texting or distracted driving oh that's the worst you know which is which is um really bad as well. So it it's going to take it's going to take a lot. I mean, good driving is a habit. Bad driving's a habit. So we're trying to do several things to ingrain better habits in people so that they'll um really kind of slow down and just we're all going to get where we need to go. If it takes 30 seconds longer, you know, you could be you you could be avoiding hurting somebody, you could avoid uh, you know, getting in a car accident yourself. Um, or just contributing, you know, to some of the, the, the feeling of unsafety for pedestrians and, and bicyclists. Do, and I don't even know if we actually use these still, do we still have red light cameras in Evergreen Park? Do they show that they work particularly well, or is this more of a stop sign, side street kind of issue well, what, that we're noticing? Well, we're really having, I mean, those are kind of more on the, um, uh, the arterial streets. And really what the complaints that we get are about stop signs and speeding on side streets. I mean, that is the bad driving on residential streets is pretty much the biggest complaint we get. And, um, you know, as I said, the, the police can't be everywhere to monitor it. So we've got to think of some more creative ways. And some of that can be traffic management and some of that, but a big part of that has to be people changing their habits. You know, one of the things I'm sure you did that I'm doing now, because uh, your your kids are older than me, you you had to teach them how to drive a car. Oh, it was brutal. It was brutal. I have a daughter right now. I sit in the car next door, and i i have to I have to find that line where i i I kind of like don't get, even though I know she's doing something wrong. It's like I, I can't just be on her like constantly. It's like all right, we'll just do this, do. This. But one of the things that I've been trying to teach her is, and it's weird for me to keep saying it because I try to teach my kids like you know to have some faith in people. 
but I'm almost teaching her like have no faith in these other drivers. Like they, like I point out the amount of people that are on cell phones, the amount of people that seem to be completely distracted while they're driving that, that don't seem to notice things that will see somebody acting weird in the car. And I'm telling her like, watch this car up here. I can see that something's going on. And then as we pass them or get someplace, we can see that they've got a phone in their lap. Um, how hard is it for the police department to actually get people that are doing that? Because they really kind of have to get a good look at them uh, holding the phone in in their hand. I would imagine that's a difficult thing to try to write a ticket for unless they just get lucky and happen to be next to a car where the person's blatantly doing it. Right. That's a good question. I I, I, I don't know. That's why I like you. You yeah, could have made up a, you could have made up an answer right there, I have Kelly. No idea. You could be like, oh you know, it's real difficult. You could have just you could have BS that entire thing you didn't do it. I love I'm, it. I'm not sure. But but to go back to about <laughs> teaching kids to drive. So first of all, my kids are in their twenties. I still don't like to drive with them. If they pick me up, if I'm, you know, coming from downtown and they pick me up from the train, I say, okay, move over. I'll drive home. I mean, it's just, I don't know why I think that they're, that I'm any better of a driver than they are, but it's still unnerving, even though they've been driving for a long time. But I recall, you know, when I went to, when I learned how to drive and, uh, and I'm sure they still teach the same thing, defensive driving, right? It was, you were kind of taught, always anticipate that the other person is doing something goofy or isn't paying attention. You you can control your space and you can control your interaction to some extent with other cars by being aware of other cars. And I think that maybe is a lesson that needs to be reinforced even for experienced drivers is, you know, you 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 got to be aware of what other people are doing. Yeah, you got to you know, make sure that you're driving well, but you really have to, you know, be paying attention to all your surroundings. Um, but it's it, it's tough. This is, you know, you, this is something, like I said, that I, I don't think is uh, singular to Evergreen Park, but I really think with a community effort, we're a great community. We pitch in on a lot of um, different things. We've got a great sense of community. I think we can bring that sense of community to really try and tamp down some of this um, terrible driving that we've seen. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local country financial representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Mayor Kelly Burke sitting here with us, and uh, I, I kind of wanted to ask you a, a question. We get questions all the time. People will tell you, next time she's on, ask her this, ask her that. The question that's asked the most still, which I, I've, I've decided is, I feel like I've asked it too many times, so I'm going to ask it a little bit differently because it's always... How is she doing with being mayor and being state rep? That 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 is probably the thing that gets asked the most. But I, I will say this before I before we talk further, I, I've noticed that you're at everything. Mm-hmm. So either you never sleep. There's two of you, okay? Like I, I, I have an like, evil twin. Yeah, something like that. Or you're actually adjusting to this very well because you you are at every single event. How instead of asking you how you're juggling it. Why not I ask you, how are you feeling doing it at this point? Have you, have you gotten into a flow? You feel good about it? I feel great about it. I mean, some things do overlap, you know, so I'm, I'm you know, sometimes at something I would have gone to anyway. Um, but, you know, I, I, I made a commitment, 
you know, and I made a commitment to give 110% to the people of Evergreen Park and I'm doing it. Yeah, I think it's awesome. I like seeing you around. There's a lot of different events that are coming up. Uh, one of them is this Oktoberfest, yeah. which you know I'm excited about. I was excited about it when you guys thought about having Anything it, so. that sounds like it's going to be right yeah. Yeah. yeah, you saw me at the barbecue yeah, bash. Yeah. I was having a good time. So, um, And that, that was one heck of a party. That was I, a great that, party. I felt like the barbecue bash over at Redeemer, if that's any indication as to how Oktoberfest is going to go, uh, Evergreen Park is out and about, yeah. which is really nice to see. You know, I, I I don't know if every community in Illinois or in this country is doing as well, I think, as Evergreen Park has found a very well-rounded way to kind of move their lives along forward and positively and see their neighbors. Right. And, and I, I, I noticed that a lot, even though I talk to people that don't live here, who the world is still much more strange yeah, yeah. than it used to be. But here it seems like people are out, they're about, they see their neighbors, they're happy to talk with them, they're, they're back to life in an awful lot of ways. Uh, how much are you looking forward to the uh, the the Oktoberfest, and is is that the next big thing that uh, that's happening here? Yeah, that's that's the next big thing on our plate. It's October second. It will be um, at uh, Circle Park in the community the community center. It'll run from two in the afternoon till about nine o'clock. Um, we've got a ton of family friendly um, activities. We've got um, uh, different community groups kind of doing some of the entertaining. We're going to mix it up with some um, art offerings, so a little culture. Um, we're going to be having some good beer, some brats, all the, all the, all the, the German stuff. Um, and we're going to have a DJ, and we're going to have a band um, later on at night that's a little more on the countryside. But, um, you know, we really are hoping to welcome, um, you know, welcome back everybody from the village. We had a great event on Labor Day with the concert and the fireworks at uh, 50 Acre Park. It was, I mean, we, we got lucky with the weather. It was just a fantastic night, ran smoothly, tons of residents, so many compliments about how it all worked out. And I'm expecting the same for um, for Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest will be a little more busy, a lot of different things going on, but we're really excited for it. Can I make one suggestion? Please. Uh, village trustees in Lederhosen. That's what I would like to say. <laughs> I don't think, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. Really? I don't think. You know that you can get Marzullo I don't think I to put, get... on some, put on some, some later hosen for the, uh, the I, event? I, I, I highly doubt you it. I don't think that's possible. Maybe huh? uh, maybe the hat. Maybe the hat. We'll see. Maybe just a tuba following <laughs> around the entire time? <laughs> we, will, we will have some oompa music. Now time for your EP podcast, Word on the Street, brought to you by Creaky Bone Balm, a local Evergreen Park product, a CBD-rich topical that can be used for the relief of pain, muscle soreness, tension, itching, burns, all kinds of skin conditions. Learn more at creakybone.com. You already know about the big power show going on at the American Legion coming up this Saturday. This weekend also brings you a return of the Evergreen Park Recreation Department Candlelight Theater with the play You Can't Take It With You. Friday night and Saturday night performances this weekend at 7.30 p.m. There are also performances next weekend on Friday and Sunday. The Sunday is a matinee that starts at 3. $12 for adults, 10 for seniors and students, payable at the door, no reservations. It will be at the Performance Hall, Evergreen Park Senior Center, 9547 
South Pullman Avenue. It is so great to have the Candlelight Theater back after a 20-month hiatus. They put on great shows. I've been a part of them before. Check it out this weekend. Also, Queen of Martyrs brings back Martyrs Fest Friday through Sunday. It's a quick one, the 24th through the 26th. Beer Garden Food Rides Entertainment. I saw them setting up yesterday when I drove by. There is a brand new drama class calling all aspiring actors ages 8 and up. Starting on October the 6th, they'll be meeting Wednesdays at 6.30 p.m. at the Community Center. For $200, send your kids to drama class October through March and register at the Community Center, 3450 West 97th Street for that program. There's also a creativity camp, providing kids the chance to explore the exciting world of art and creating. All supplies are provided and the class is held at the Community Center for ages 7 through 12. The first class is this Wednesday, the 22nd, and it goes for five weeks, $85 class fee. Register for that at the Community Center as well. And the Village of Evergreen Park Farmer's Market this Thursday, the 23rd, from 10 a.m. until 12 p.m. will have a vaccine clinic. If you want a vaccine, you get a vaccine. It's free, and it's at Eukich Field, 8900 South Kedzie in Evergreen Park, once again from 10 until noon this Thursday. That's your EP Podcast Word on the Street. If you have something you want to get out, Tell us all about it. Anybody can leave us a voicemail right at the eppodcast.com. Just click on the little microphone in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen or type in some comments and send them to us. The EP Podcast is found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com. You know, I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain, You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry, cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. And now check out the new 2,500 milligram balm with reduced pricing on their classic balms. Right now at creakybone.com. Joining us on the phone line right now, a great friend of the show who is super busy once again now that Evergreen Park is just event after event after event the fall is upon us there's things going on and there's so much going on at the youth department Paisha Allen who runs the entire youth department on the line with us how are you Paisha I'm wonderful Chris how are you I I am super pumped and stoked for all the different things that are going on over the next month or so here in the EP Uh, but I was going through all the stuff that you guys have at the youth department. And the first thing I wanted to bring up is something that I've talked about so many times on this show with you. And I've told people what a benefit it is. I have, I have teenage kids. I've got one that's 15, one that's 13. They're both capable of going and babysitting because they know how to give the Heimlich maneuver. They know how to do like CPR. Like I have seen the Heimlich maneuver used twice successfully in this house by my teenagers. I'm my youngest who keeps shoving hot dogs in his mouth 
uh, without chewing them properly. And it's a big deal if you can send your kids to the babysitting class that you guys are having in October. Yes, sir. So our Fall American Academy of Pediatrics Babysitters class will be held Saturday, October 23rd from 9 to 3.30. So I encourage all of our youth, 12 and older, to come sign up. The class is only $45. And like Chris said, he gave a great intro about it. You learn so much in the class. I took the same class and got certified at that age. It's a super important class and it helps you for a lifetime. Yeah, you register right over at the Youth Room, 3450 West 97th Street. Uh, it's a one-day thing, like Paisha said, on October 23rd for kids 12 and up, and they only do 10 per class, so get it quick, because once it fills up, it is gone. Uh, you guys are also doing open gym basketball again on Friday night. That is going to kick off in the middle of next month. Is that correct? That's correct. Our Friday night open gym basketball will start October 15th, so Friday, October 15th from 6 to 8 p.m., and our location will be at the Activity Center, and it's $25. And they don't have to sign up in advance for that, right? They can just show up? No. Once you get there, it's a one-time emergency uh, form that you fill out. But if you filled it out in the previous years, if your information is still updated, nothing has changed, you're good to go, the kids can just come and uh, enjoy. Well, now that it's fall, that means that uh, eventually the leaves are going to start coming off the trees once the weather really starts to change around here. And, um, you know, I've got kids that I can send out to do work, but uh, not everybody has kids that they can put to work. Uh, and and you, you put kids in the neighborhood to work with a chores program. Are you guys still doing that this year? Yes, our community chores program has always been a big hit, and it's, it's year-round. So I encourage all of our youth and our residents even call or pop into the youth center to find out more information about our chores program. But, yes, the community chores program, it is open. We have youth available for services, and um, if, if you're a youth and you want to sign up for our program, you're more than welcome to do that so you can get out here, and it's an additional way to earn extra cash in the community, helping residents. How do the kids sign up to do it? Because my 13-year-old's lazy. Like, I, 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 I did this thing. <laughs> you're going to laugh about this. I told them, the like, at the beginning of the school year, I was like, look, uh, you've been getting away with a lot of stuff because of the pandemic. And then I felt bad because you were left out of certain things and certain sports weren't happening, but you know, pretty much the world's back to normal now. So you guys have to get back to normal. And I stripped them of like using any electronics until like after dinner, like when they get home, I want them to do anything except get in front of a screen. And my 13 year old's response to that has been sitting in his room playing with a Rubik's cube for three hours. And I'm like, you're lazy. You just, you just go do something. So how do I sign my lazy 13-year-old up for something and get him out there to make some money? Well, pop on into the youth center, Chris, located at 3450 West 97th Street in room 105, and all you have to do is fill out a registration card. All right. All right. We'll, we'll have them down there. And, and they get paid for this, right? So that, the thing is, like, they, they sign up for the chores, and then they kind of negotiate, like, a price. Like, hey, you know, you're going to do the leaves. I'm going to give you 10 or 20 bucks or something like that. They know that when they go into it, right? Correct. Perfect. Okay. So all of that, there's a couple more things. Uh, I know you guys do a Halloween field trip or something around that time of year every year. Are you planning something this year? Yes, we have our haunted hayride field trip, which will be October 8th. So our registration deadline registration for that would be Friday, October 1st. So please come on in and sign up. The trip is $18. We will provide transportation. It's for grades 
5th through 12th. And again, that will be Friday, October 8th from 5 to 5 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. All right, so only a couple of weeks to sign up for that over at the Activity Center. Uh, once again, actually, that's over at the Youth Room. You go sign up for that 3450 West 97th Street. Now the big thing, we were talking about this before we started uh, the interview here on, on the phone. Uh, we're going we're gonna to get together. I can't wait to see you at Oktoberfest on the 2nd over at the uh, community center uh, right next to the Circle Park. I keep trying to figure out what this is going to look like, but I've heard of so many people that are going to be there. I know that John Brand, our good friend from Open Outcry, who comes over here all the time on this podcast, is going to be out there pouring beer. I know we have a tent. We're going to be giving away prizes and all kinds of swag, and we're, we're going to have a blast out there. Uh, I've got several different podcast from the network that the EP podcast is is a part of all coming out to that event. Uh, It's a big thing. It goes on like from early afternoon until about nine o'clock at night. Uh, Mark it on your calendars on the 2nd of October. Are you going to be out there? What's the uh, the youth department doing at it? Absolutely, Chris. I'm, I'm so excited. We're so excited here at the youth department. We will have a tent set up and we will be selling concessions and our wonderful, wonderful hot dogs. They're a big hit in the community. They taste amazing. So we're hoping everybody comes out to get the hot dogs, chips, uh, water, Gatorade, candy. We will be out there, Chris, on October 2nd. Paisha, I'm just going to give you a little tip here, okay, from a, from a guy who's got uh, some German descent in him. All right, loves the Oktoberfest. I know you're digging the hot dogs, but uh, send one of those kids out to get a couple packages of bratwurst. That's that's an Oktoberfest encased meat right there. You know, the Germans love their encased meats. They have like 15 different kinds of them. Chris, we're balling on the budget, and we're known for our hot dogs, and you either like these hot dogs or you love these hot dogs. Your choice. Your choice, Chris. We're going to go with the hot dogs. Uh, that sounds good. Paisha Allen from the Youth Department, thanks so much for joining us. No problem. And I just want to remind you guys to please like our Facebook page, Evergreen Park Youth Department. Follow us on Instagram, EP Youth Department, or give us a call, 708 708- Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement, and the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the Broad Basement. Slancha. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the eppodcast.com.